Hi everyone, just a quick warning, uh, Ben does make a fake vomit noise. I know that not everyone enjoys hearing those sounds, so I decided to put a quick warning at the beginning of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Here at STEM Siblings, we are by no means experts in the topics we discuss, but we do use peer-reviewed sources uh, provided to us that we will include in the description below. No plagiarism. No plagiarism. Only, only knowledge. Only game. knowledge. Welcome to STEM Siblings. I'm your first host, a second year mathematics major who is relieved to be done with physics, Maxwell. You're really done? All the way? It's just one class? It's just one class. I have to take computer science this semester. Oh, you're not going to have... I have, yeah, I, have, I have fun I have, with that, actually. I have a friend who is thinking about double majoring in it, so I'm going to yeah. ask her questions. Well, I'm Ben. I'm an entomologist, uh, environmental biologist and uh i don't know free spirit man (laughs) here we talk about science and all that falls beneath that title our episodes are brief introductions into our subjects we're not a full look into our subjects and we never claim to be nope as usual i brought the topic ben brought the jokes and you brought yourself yeah thank you i like that that's a new addition it's very nice you brought yourself (laughs) so last month i'd say we'd be talking about my favorite mathematician, Edward Berger, but mm, Edward I, Berger. I love him so much, but I was lying. Well, we had, uh, we had some events come up that had to have, had to rearrange things. Yes. I thought since at the end of this month, I get my three wisdom teeth out. Yes. Surgery. Uh, we'd be talking about wisdom teeth and the surgery to remove them. Yeah. So vom-inducing, man. Yeah, big... Big, big content warning. Big content warning. If you didn't like our eye surgery episode, you're SOL. Yeah, you're going to hate this because yep. it's more surgery. Even um, more surgery. And as we're talking about human body parts, the question must be asked. We're going to play our game, Useful or Useless. Yeah, your wisdom teeth are useless. Yeah, that's what I said too. They're vestigial. They come out. They're useless. There's yep. no point to having them. They're just a huge pain in my ass. So, wisdom teeth are also known as our third molars, mm-hmm. and they're the last teeth to show up, usually appearing around young adulthood, uh, mostly the end of your teen years, around like 15, 16, 17, to mid-twenties. Mine just started, I had two that just grew in. They had enough space, though, they came in clean, so they're just sitting there, but... Mine, mine did not. Yours do not have space, that's mine. why we're paying somebody to take those out of your mouth. Yes. But our insurance covers it. Yay! <laughs> Dystopian uh, healthcare. <laughs> I was gonna say, our family has been lucky enough that we usually don't need to get them removed, except for me. Yeah, well, um, and that's genetic privilege, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but it's not uncommon for people to need to get them removed. No, this is a pretty common surgery. Uh, a lot of people do it. Probably you know someone, and if if not you, who has had wisdom teeth removed. Yeah, and... It's nothing to write. I mean, you know, it's not... You know, it's nothing to sneeze at, but it's also not anything to write home about. And we're going to be going into how the procedure goes, and 
uh, complications that can happen, but you should not be scared of getting wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. Um, if you're having the surgery, don't listen to this. It's a bad idea. I don't know why Max did this to himself. <laughs> I enjoy knowing the worst case scenario, and then I feel better about getting the surgery done if I know what's the worst case scenario is. And I recognize that a lot of people don't feel that way. <laughs> yeah. So do not listen to this if you are getting your wisdom teeth out. As Ben mentioned, having them come in isn't enough cause to get them removed. As long as they've grown incorrectly, which means no overlapping with other teeth, they're not coming in horizontally, and they're not against the jaw, as well as they're healthy and grown in completely, you should be fine. Just make sure to clean them alongside your daily dental hygiene procedure just take care of your face please i'm so sick of people just brush your goddamn teeth it is disgusting bad breath is disgusting yes i know sometimes clinically you cannot help it (laughs) there are there are disorders and there are illnesses that make you have bad breath for either your whole life or a short amount of time but if you are not falling under those categories brush your goddamn teeth brush and floss disgusting bad breath is gross that's why uh, that's why everyone wakes up with morning breath and everyone's grossed out. It's not fun. Brush your teeth. So the reason why you would need to get them removed is they can become impacted. That is bad. Which is means multiple things. So one way they become impacted is they can remain in the gums and be trapped in your jaw. That is bad. Which leads to cysts and infections. Yes, this is... Uh, not great. Not good. I believe that is what my uh, my girlfriend's teeth were like. That's why uh, she had to get the surgery. It was, you know, it sucks. I mean, you know, not that badly compacted, but definitely compacted nonetheless. If they come out only slightly, and I mean only slightly, uh, you need to get them out because this will make gum disease and oral infections more likely. You just have an open wound. You have a tooth sitting halfway out. It's bad. That's That's not good. As mentioned above, they can come in horizontally, which is terrifying to me. I think that means they may sit against your jaw as well. Yeah, that's no good. That's Uh, that's a surgery. And they can also crowd teeth nearby, damaging your teeth by forcing their way through. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. These bad boys are not great. No. I mean, they maybe were at one time. I don't really know the evolutionary need for them. Maybe when we didn't have, like, toothpaste and toothbrushes and all your teeth fell out and then these came in and you're like, oh, I can eat again. (laughs) There it is, yep. I don't actually know what their purpose is. That's just my theory. That's just your thought. Yeah. Um, So some symptoms you should look out for include infections where they're located, cysts, tumors, tooth damage, gum disease, decay in teeth, and general pain. I mean, these are all fair symptoms to be looking out for, you know? Yeah. It could be very bad. So we're going to talk about pre-surgery before we get into surgery. Great. So this is really easy. Before your surgery, you're not allowed to eat or drink for about six hours prior. I was told not to eat or drink after midnight of the day. So 11.59, I'm going to be down now. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And you're not allowed to smoke for 12 hours prior. Yeah, probably just good ideas, you know. Yeah. I don't understand how someone messes this up. It's like... Just don't smoke. Just don't drink. It's general anesthesia. If if that goes wrong, you can die. Yep. 
chill. Just follow the rules, man. That was a really short pre-surgery thing, but that's all he really needed I mean, to do yeah, pre-surgery. Yeah, it's pretty open and shut. Just uh, don't do drugs, stay in school, get your wisdom teeth out. Now we're going to look into how extraction works, and the whole Ooh. time I wrote this script from this point on, I, and I had to add this, I said, oh, that's such an uncomfortable mouthfeel. So this is your warning. Yeah, here's your mouthfeel warning. Yeah, I could feel everything I read. Ugh. Before the surgery, you'll get one of three types of anesthesia. The anesthesia depends on how complicated the extraction will be and the patient's comfort level. Uh, so there's local anesthesia, which is what you get when you get a cavity filled. Yeah, you don't... If, if you're getting your wisdom teeth removed and somebody tells you that you're going to just have local anesthesia, just revoke your consent to the surgery. If, if anyone it tells you... That if if anyone offers you no pain versus a little bit of pain, and you take a little bit of pain, then, I don't know, keep it in the bedroom. That's the yeah. only reason I could think that you'd do that. You'll get the the gel that you get on your gums to make them numb, and then a shot to yeah. make the whole jaw numb. And you won't feel any pain, but you'll feel the pressure. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I had for my less difficult oral surgery. Yeah. But if this was an easy one wisdom tooth, I'm going to say from the top, I think, is the easier ones because the bottom's connected to the jaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I had my rogue tooth oral surgery or whatever the fancy word for it is, they just, they just, I mean, that's a crazy anesthetic that they shoot into you. But uh, for for wisdom tooth surgery, go big or go home on the anesthesia. Yeah. It's it's a lot more complicated than what they did with me. (laughs) Then we have sedation anesthesia, which entails having an IV in your arm. Yeah, that, see, that's the good stuff. And when you get sedation anesthesia, you'll also receive local anesthesia, but you'll be vaguely awake when you get this kind of anesthesia. You won't remember a lot, and you won't feel pain, but there'll be, like, little tiny memories great and then there's finally general anesthesia which i want to get since i'm getting three teeth removed you know they knock you the freak out man you can get uh general anesthesia in three different ways the first is through iv great the second is inhaling through the nose and the final is a combination of the two and once more you'll get local anesthesia again but this time it's the help for post-operation pain you won't remember anything, and the pain will be zero during the operation. So the process isn't easy. I mean, maybe it is to people who are experienced in this stuff, but I'm a mathematics student. Yeah. Um, if you've done this your whole life, it's a piece of cake. I'm not a dental surgeon. Uh, <laughs> but they make an incision in the gum tissue or tissues, depending on the amount of wisdom teeth you are getting removed, to expose the tooth and bone. Mmm, yum. They then have to remove the bone that blocks the wisdom tooth. And they do this by breaking it up into pieces and then cleaning the area and making sure there are no stray pieces left there. So they have to get all that bone out. That's gross. It's disgusting. Then they take out the tooth, which is the whole point. Yeah, that's the that's the easy part. Yeah, that's the easy part. And then they'll place the gauze over the site to control bleeding. Yeah, as you do. Some cases, patients will need stitches to close the wound so it can heal, but that's not always needed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was honestly way too high when during my surgery to remember if they stitched me up. And I wasn't even knocked out. If they stitched you up, you would have to go back to get the stitches removed. Ah, they didn't stitch me up. (laughs) I remember now. 
And getting stitches removed, I got them removed recently when I went for my final checkup of my bilateral. Everybody has different pain tolerance. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I have a really high pain tolerance. My pain tolerance is, like, negative. This (sighs) is, like, I'm feeling lightheaded talking about ripping your teeth out, man. When I had my bilateral mastectomy done, I barely needed any pain medication. I have a very high pain tolerance. I would pay someone not to do that to me. That is how much I loathe the words that you... uh, All the words that you're saying. How much I hate. So, now you're gonna loathe everything even more, because we're gonna talk about complications. Great. I love this. Uh So, general pain is one, but that's common for recovery. Okay, yeah, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. You just had some, some quack, some quack give you the old, uh, the old Cleveland mitt into your (laughs) mouth. I don't know, there, I was gonna try and make a sex joke, but nothing really came out of it. Uh, malaise is common, it's a discomfort, which is hard to place, so that's common pain, but you won't be able to place where it's coming from. How do you spell that, malaise? M-A-L-A-I-S-E. Wow, a general feeling, I've never heard of this word. I didn't either, I had to look it up. Okay, this is going in my head now, this is a new word, malaise. It also mentions an illness, which is, uh, hard to place, but, like, I- I don't think you would. Oh, yeah. It's, you know. You can get a fever, actually. I mean, yeah, you can get an infection. You can get anything in the world after your wisdom teeth come out. You will experience swelling, which isn't terrible. It's uncomfortable, but we're about to go in the less welcomed territory. Yeah, we're about to talk about your... Oh, sorry, I'm not sure I'm allowed to use that word. I'll bleep it out. Your freaking intestines coming out of your butthole (laughs) if they pull the wrong tooth. That's the next step. Uh, you can experience lockjaw, and lock that's jaw, when man. your jaw spasms in a way that makes your mouth stay tightly closed. That has to be one of the better sounding diseases to have. Like you sound like a pirate. You sound Arr. like a pirate, but you can't open I your can't, mouth. I can't. <laughs> uh, What's he saying? You can get hemorrhages. That's that's death pretty yeah. much straight up uh teeth, well not straight up but hemorrhages are bad for you teeth that are supporting other teeth can be damaged that's just sounds painful uh you can get soft tissues infections that's potentially life-threatening but incredibly painful as well as i said you can get a fever in some places just annoying uh, the joints that connect your jaw to your skull the temporomandibular i mispronounced the that temporomandibular yeah joints can be injured temporomandibular joint wow that would suck yeah that was a very very tiny joint in between it looks like your jaw and and your your skull that is an incredibly it's between your jaw and your skull so if that gets damaged or injured that's like a worst case scenario having dysfunction is quite bad yeah Uh, yeah uh, you can experience temporary or permanent paresthesia, which is what I told you about earlier today, which is numbness of the lips, tongues, cheek, jaw, etc. For how long? So it can range from a couple months to a couple years. A couple years? All right, whatever. I mean, look, that's a lawsuit. That's an easy dub. I don't think they tell you before you hand and you have to sign off. You can't say That's why my dental surgeon told me, hey, this can happen if like something goes wrong, but it usually doesn't. Great. Uh, he told me this because my one tooth is very close to the jawbone. Mm, well, so, I mean, so, <laughs> look, it is what it is. Maybe your list be max for yeah, a few years. I will just be numb. Uh, you can get multiple kinds of fractures, whether it be adjacent teeth, the mandible, or the maxilla. Mm-hmm. Maxilla? Maxilla. You're yeah. Right. 
your sinus can be exposed or infected that during the surgery. That is incredibly bad. Yeah. That is incredibly bad. Um, but, you know, or else it could be incredibly mild. Sinus infections aren't too Well, no, because dad's surgery that he has to get, mm-hmm. they have to be super careful because blood can come out of his nose from his mouth once he gets it done. Oh, Jesus. Because of where it's placed. Jesus Christ. So gross. <laughs> and then there's the base. I hate it. I hate it. I hate all of this <laughs> so much. And then there's the basic anesthesia complications that I, come with any surgery. I have dibs on our next topic, dude. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, viewers, that Max had to bleep out my strong language, but I am tired of these illness episodes. We're doing something easy and nice and brief. Like, I, I don't know. We're doing, like, a circle. We're talking about circles next time. I decided I'll find a it. way to make it bad. You will not! I will not stand for it. Um, or sit, which is what we're doing right now. There are subsections of what these can entail, like right. you can get pus everywhere, okay, well, again, that's, okay. fevers. Again, I want to make this very clear. Pus, while it is gross, and I do gag when I see large quantities of it. It's not terrible. Um, it's just dead white blood cells. Yeah. You know, it's really... <laughs> it's going to taste bad, but like... Don't eat it! Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's coming out of your mouth! Well, stop! <laughs> stop eating it! Stop tasting it! Oh, God! There's going to be a lot of blood in your mouth as well as this goes on, which is why you have a gauze. Yes, that's... Um, oh, God, Jesus. Uh, I hate so, the taste of blood. How do you feel about it? I mean, obviously, we're not predisposed to enjoy it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, don't like the ironiness. It's not for me. I don't... I used to be that kid where if I got cut on my finger, I'd put my finger in my mouth. Yes, it would stop, me too. Because it would stop I, the sing- stinging. I cannot look at the... I have well, a very hard time looking at blood. Oh, I have a very... Whenever I get blood work done, I like looking at it. That's um, different. I mean, like... Oh I just... God. I'm fine with blood. It's just that sucking on it made it... The stinging go away. So my whole body is like... I don't... Now you're a vampire. I won't actively seek out blood but if i bleed in my mouth like i'm not yeah, gonna I mean, throw well, up yeah i'm not i'm not pukey mcpukerson either i've definitely had a paper cut that i've that i've ushered my finger into my mouth to stop the bleeding but it's not like it's not my first choice i don't want to be doing that so now we're in post-surgery we're finally out of the surgery phase are you happy yes jesus let's talk about recovery like so how i'm gonna recover my appetite um so again you have a gauze in your mouth you keep it in for an hour and then you place it per hour or as needed and the blood flow should stop after eight hours but it can go longer or shorter depending on like your body yeah uh and once the blood flow stops you stop with the gauze yeah pretty much how every bandage works yep to minimize swelling or bleeding you're allowed to keep an ice pack on your cheeks close to the surgical area only for the first 24 hours Mm. and you do 20 minutes on 20 minutes off and you can also keep ice chips in your mouth and that will reduce only bleeding gotcha you cannot brush rinse or spit the teeth near the extraction site for 24 hours after the surgery no you would be I wouldn't want to touch... I know earlier I had a bit of a tirade about brushing your teeth, but please do not touch your teeth after surgery for at least, like, a day. And you can't smoke for 72 hours after, and you can't use a straw for seven days after. I'd be dead about the straw, not about the smoking. I'd be dead. I love straws. You can't use them because you have to avoid suction or else that blood may come back. I'd be dead. I, I I drink from a straw every day. So, and not the smoking, though. Smoking, smoking, smoking. <laughs> Pain, swelling, bruising, and infections are not uncommon. 
you can feel the pain, swelling, and bruising up for five to seven days post-operation. Lovely. And, well, actually just the pain. The bruising and swelling can last up to two weeks. Ugh. It's recommended to not do strenuous physical activity for two days post-operation. Yeah, no squats, god darn it. And to prevent lockjaw or your jaw becoming stiff in any way, you can chew sugarless gum. Chewing gum. You can start chewing gum after a whole day after the surgery, and chewing it will be beneficial up to a week. Yeah, well, chew it for a week. Straight? Not straight, just like... You need to take breaks? What, I can't chew gum after that? (laughs) It's very authoritarian. You can take breaks. Uh, If you get upper teeth extractions, which I'm getting two of, Mm -hmm. you have to wait about ten days to blow your nose... Because they're very close to the sinus. Oh, I hope you don't sneeze, dude. That would be a show. I sure hope not. Um, A day after the surgery, you'll have to rinse your mouth with warm salt water six times a day. Yeah, that's to get rid of any possible infections. Oh, God, I'm screwed. Why? I sneeze after I eat. Well, you're done, dude. Oh, God, I'm going to die. Oh, no. I should probably tell my doctor about this. You'll be Uh, okay. You definitely should drink water post operation uh lots of it want to stay hydrated you lose a lot of hydration anything hot carbonated caffeinated or alcoholic for the first 24 hours is off limits for the first 24 hours post-surgery you can only eat soft and cold things i have some examples pudding jello yogurt smoothies without a straw uh applesauce canned fruit etc and after the first day you can move on to soft solids like Still can't be hot, but eggs, pancakes, mashed potatoes, soft noodles, tofu, and boneless tender meats. As long as they cool down and they're not burning hot. Yeah, great. Avoid citrus or any fruits and juices that yeah, contain that acid. that will hurt so bad. You really should drink nothing but water, honestly, yeah. and like maybe a milkshake, I guess. Yeah, milkshake. But probably like a hardcore, thin, not very thick milkshake. Yeah. Spicy things are also off the list, yeah, and crunchy foods are a noun. Just look, you're going to be on a diet. It's not going to be great, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's an unhealthy diet, but it's a good one. Yeah, it's a diet for five days. So now we're going to talk about the medication you take. Um, Drugs. <laughs> you get standard antibiotics that you take once per eight hours. Yep. Uh, you get pain relief like Tylenol, ibuprofen, anything of that nature, Every four to six hours, you take two. Yep. Or one to two tablets. Ibuprofen, antibiotics. I mean, don't just go randomly taking both, but both pretty small tier. And remember, they have different time differences. And then you get steroids, which is decahedron, to be exact, is the one I saw in the pamphlet. Decahedron? It's a shape, and it's also a steroid. Well, yeah, I know it's a shape. You take one every eight hours as well. Um... You sure it's not dodecahedron? It may be dodec. No, because the one I saw on the... You know what? It's fine. It may Steroids. be. Steroids. I'll get to the bottom of this. Uh, you mean decadrin? Maybe. I can't pronounce things. <laughs> I can't pronounce things. Decahedron? No, no, no. Drec- decadrin is a... Uh, it decreases your immune system's response. What? Okay, I have no idea no. what uh, you'll be using. But it's, I could not find anything about the steroid you were talking about. It's a drug. Uh, so I got anti-nausea meds when I had my bilateral done, because part of having a high pain tolerance means I get nauseous instead of feeling pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to be using those if I'm allowed. 
and I recommend that for people who get nauseous. Yes, there are plenty of great over-the-counter nausea medicine to help out. And that's the basic on wisdom teeth and their extraction. Great. So should we revisit that fun game, Useful or Useless? They're still freaking useless. <laughs> they're they're so, useless. so useless. They're up there with your... They're up. Sorry, my glasses fell off. <laughs> they're up there with your... I about to say your pancreas. No, you need your pancreas. They're up there with your appendix. They're up there with our tailbone. They're up there with... Uh, just... Uh, what else is super useless on us? Brains. What? <laughs> All right. Next episode, we're talking about circles. I've decided. Do you have anything more? Our music was done by Stephen Bland. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. You can contact us at stemsiblingspod at gmail.com. Come talk to us. I have not been updating our Twitter, so the email is easier. I will burn you publicly, but do tweet at us. Do tweet at us. I got something to plug. Yeah, go for it. Every Friday night on Twitch slash... E-A-S-U-N-1, no spaces, E is capitalized. I am playing Dungeons & Dragons every Friday night from 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time with my best friends. It's like a live show. Um, Obviously, the only person who really knows about the story is the Dungeon Master, but we are, you know, we are all actors on the show, so there's definitely some a, a good level of performing. So please come check it out if you feel so inclined. Definitely check it out. Do it for me since I can't because I have my own Dungeons and Dragons that night uh-huh. at the same exact time. Uh-huh. I don't know why Eason would do this to me. Um, I don't know. Also leave us a review. Leave them a review too, but leave all of us a review. Yeah, and seriously, uh, reach out on Twitter. You please. can find me on Twitter at I am on Twitter at Oh, God. Why is it so hard these days? I feel like such a boomer. I'm on Twitter at MaxWasn'tThere1. I'm on Twitter... wasn't here one. Sorry. I'm on Twitter at BenVlam. No space. B and V capitalized. B-E-N-V-L-A-M. I'm there. I'm posting stuff. And look at this. Netflix film, The Midnight Sky, featuring (laughs) George Clooney. I don't really remember that being very good. That's not my point. Any Any final things before we wrap up? Uh, no, that's it. Thank you for joining. I guess we don't have to do our bit at the end because nope. we decided circles. circles. And now I get to deal with, or and now you get to deal with figuring out what that means. Yeah, I'll just talk about geometry probably. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time. And remember, never major in chemistry. Why would you? Honestly, horrible. <laughs>